everybody. Welcome back to Looking for the Real God. This is Christy Lynn Wood. Today I'm going to share a season of my life that was incredibly painful and yet incredibly vital to making me into the person that I am today. If you've been here for season four, then you know this is the third episode, kind of detailing more recent journeys of who I am and how I got to this place of writing and podcasting and all of that good stuff. Two weeks ago, we talked about discovering that I've been in a Christian cult and what that looked like as I tried to deconstruct some of those things and just process and really just delve into what that meant and what it looked like to be in it and to come out of it. And then last week, we talked about how I decided I was going to write a book, which was much longer of a process than I ever dreamed possible. And this week, we're going to talk about just some experiences that I had about four years ago that really just changed me, changed my book, changed the trajectory of my ministry, and all through just a lot of brokenness. So if you have never been wounded by Christians, then you might be like this person that I heard speaking recently. And I used to be like this too. They said, people who say they've been hurt by church or Christians, like, what's the big deal? You just need to get over it and get back into the church. Get back connected with your fellow believers. And I literally like laughed at myself and I was like, wow, they've never been hurt by Christians. Like they've never experienced themselves. They have no idea what they're talking about. Maybe that's you. Maybe you've never experienced any kind of church hurt or Christian hurt, but I kind of doubt it because you're here on this podcast and it's called Looking for the Real God. And so if you have never experienced hurt in church or through Christians, you're probably happy to just believe in the God that you've always believed in. And so I'm guessing that you're listening right now. You've probably been hurt too. I, I look back at the person that I used to be and I never thought I was super judgmental because I wasn't nearly as judgmental as the people that were in my cult growing up. But I still had a lot of religion stuck to me. I still had a lot of condemnation. I still had a lot of finger pointing in my own heart at other people. I did not understand brokenness and I did not understand humility. But I think I have a better grasp on it now. So where to start the story? Um, when my husband and I got married, we went out to Bible college and we kind of thought maybe we'd go into camp ministry. We had met at a little camp and we had worked there together and we loved it. And we're like, maybe camp ministry would be where we want to you know, put our, we wanted to serve Jesus somehow. Maybe camp ministry is where it's at. So we went out to Bible college, this little Bible college in the state of Wyoming. And while we were out there, he was offered a job as a junior high youth pastor at one of the churches locally, just like a part-time job. And he was like, well, I don't know, I could probably do that. And so we spent the last two years of our college experience out there as the youth pastor and wife at this little church. And it was great. We loved it. It was super fun. He especially loved it. I'm I'm a little less gung-ho about junior hires than he is. He loves junior hires. And so we had a great two years, but we really wanted to go into camp ministry. And we came back to Michigan after Bible college, and we were able to get connected at the same camp we had met at and kind of do like an internship there. And we were super excited. And we spent a couple of years there. Actually, both of our children were born when we were working there. And thinking we're going into camp ministry, this is going to be great, but that door shut. 
And about the same time, the church we were attending offered him a position as a youth pastor. And he was like, well, maybe that's what we're supposed to be. And so he was a youth pastor for five more years at this little church that we attended. And that was my life. Like I got married and I was in ministry and I just assumed I would be in ministry until the day I died. Like I loved serving Jesus. I loved telling people about Jesus. And that was just kind of my thing. I mean, it was our thing. We did it together. We were big time in the ministry together. It was always a the team effort, both of us. After we left the camp to be um pastor, I really missed it. I missed being at camp. And I had this idea in my head that I would go back and kind of work as a health officer. And so I took my babies to camp. I mean, my youngest was like three. It was still potty training. That was a disaster. <laughs> there were so many accidents that summer until I taught him how to pee on a tree. Oh, man. So for two summers, I was the health officer back at this little camp where we had met and had interned at and had all these memories at. And the first summer was hard. I mean, camp is always hard. And I decided to still come back again. And the second summer was a different kind of hard. And I remember looking in my journal from the very beginning of the summer, and I was already kind of saying to myself, like, I think this is probably it. Like, I think I'm done after this. There's just some stuff that I wasn't totally comfortable with and um, just dynamics had changed. And I was like, you know, I think I'm, I think I'm probably done. Unfortunately, uh, things did not go so well that summer. And I was a different person back then. I look back at myself and I, there were so many things I didn't realize about myself at that point in time. I didn't know that I had this deep need to feel significant and that when I felt insignificant, I struggle. Now that I know that, I can be aware and realize I'm having a problem here. This is my problem, not someone else's. I need to deal with this. I didn't know that I was still trying to stuff my strength and just try to be this quiet, calm person, but yet below the surface, the strength would be building until it would just explode out in ways that were not cool. I didn't know anything about uh, victims and villains and how you play it out in your head and think I'm the victim in this situation and they're the villain. I, I knew nothing. I, I just have so many more resources and understanding, self-awareness these days than I did back then. And I didn't. I didn't have it. And things went down <laughs> and I didn't make the best choices. And I screwed some stuff up. And when I left camp at the end of that summer, like it was, it was the end. Like it was not, uh, there was no way I could ever go back. Oh, it was not good. And it was really sad because like that was the place that I met Jesus. And that was the place that I met my husband and I had my babies there. And it was just this, it was devastating. It was really sad. But it actually got worse because um, the church that we were part of was closely connected to that camp. And the things that happened that summer kind of boiled over into church. And my husband already had a little bit of a strained relationship with the senior pastor. And it just kind of went down from there. It was a devastating school year. Just thing after thing after thing went down. And it was so hard. And by the end of that school year, we were asked to resign and, and to leave the church. And so in a matter of a year, I had lost my little camp and my little church and my identity as a pastor's wife. And it was, it was devastating. I've been through a lot of hard things in my life. Um, you know, spending a decade in a cult isn't great. 
But then I had two late-term miscarriages. My father-in-law passed away suddenly when I was pregnant with my son. Like it's just been a lot of things that have gone down, but this was by far the hardest thing I've ever experienced. There were times when the conflict was really bad and I just, I wanted to die. We were just, it was hard. It was really hard. And if I didn't have a relationship with Jesus where I knew who he was, I honestly don't know if I'd still be a believer. And when you've gone through church hurt or ministry hurt like that, then you know. You know the pain. It's a, it's a special kind of pain. And I haven't really ever talked about this before now because I don't think I was ready to. I was still holding a lot of just anger and frustration and resentment and desires for justice and stuff like that. But I don't feel like I have that anymore. I'm still sad. I don't think I'll ever not be sad thinking back on it and just, just the difficulty and the hard times that it was and just just the stress of it all. But I'm also grateful because weirdly enough, it made me who I am now. I discovered what it's like to be on the other side of judgment and condemnation. I identified with the woman caught in adultery. I learned what it feels like when Christians just tell you you're wrong all the time. And it humbled me. It, it broke me. And I feel like I now look at people who have left the church or who've left Christianity and I, I get it. I understand. And I think you can hear that when you listen to my podcast. Like, I, I get it. I know what it feels like to be hurt deeply, wounded. But that's not Jesus. I really hate how common it is. How many stories you can hear of people who have left mission organizations or churches or other Christian organizations because of just brokenness, conflict, pain, spiritual abuse. So in the midst of all of this stuff that was going down that year, I remembered those books that I talked about last week, the ones that were written by these women who had left evangelical Christianity. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> in my own brokenness here, I am ready to hear from you, like in your brokenness. And I ordered those books and I read them over the course of a month or two. And it's really interesting. Like I didn't always agree with the end point or like the conclusions they made, but I got it. Like I understood. I knew why they felt that way. And I felt like I was able to just like identify with them. And like, even though we came to a different conclusion, like just understanding and the judgment was just gone. I wasn't the same person anymore. And I'm grateful for that. I'm grateful for the humbling. I'm grateful for the softening. I'm grateful for the pain that, that made me who I am now because I'm a much better version of myself. Like God has just broken me in a beautiful way. Am I more skeptical? Yeah. I think I definitely have a little more of a, a skeptical side to things. I don't, I'm not so quick to buy into the Christian bubble. I'm definitely more aware of situations where I feel like, that's not, that doesn't seem real safe to me. But I think I'm also just more willing to extend grace to other people because I know what it feels like to need it. And the new church that we've landed in, that we just attend because we are not in ministry anymore. God, God has just used it. They are very into Christian psychology. And so many of the things that I have found healing 
in my life is because of things that I learned there. And just understanding self-awareness, understanding who I am, understanding grace, understanding just a lot of things like that has just been been huge. It's been huge. I wasn't always at this place where I could just tell you this was a good thing that happened. And I know that maybe you're not yet. And that's okay. Trust me, I've been angry. I've been mad. I've been sad. Right before we finally left, I um, got sent to counseling. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me. As I just poured out all the details to this counselor because I could. (laughs) It was all right. It wasn't gossip to tell her. I remember she just listened to me for almost an hour as I just like spilled my guts. And she looked at me at the end and she said just a few words that just healed me, just started the process. She said, Christy, you've been hurt. And that permission to be hurt, say, yeah, I have been. It was a beautiful thing. And so if you're listening and you know what I'm talking about and you felt the pain of rejection and just all kinds of stuff that goes along with just Christian hurt. Like, I want to just tell it to you. You've been hurt. And let's move forward. The next thing she told me was, I want you to just find God's grace every day. This blew me away. There was like no condemnation from her. She just said, I want you to look for God's grace. Just one thing. What could you find God's grace every day? Is it in the sunrise? Is it in your baby's smile? Like, what What can you find God's grace? Wow. That was amazing. I could find God's grace. Absolutely. I am grateful. I am grateful for where this journey has brought me. Not easy. But I feel like the person that I am today is just more aware and less Christianese and more humble and willing to give grace and love to other people, willing to understand. I I realize it's not about your behaviors anymore that it's about your heart, that Jesus cares more about your heart. Let's get going out. Let's in the heart. Let's deal with that first. And so it totally changed everything. I mean, that experience just changed everything. It changed who I was, where my book was going, how I understood this whole Christian thing. Suddenly these people in my group, my support groups that had left Christianity, it made sense to me, especially because so many of them had left their crazy like cult churches and joined another church only to experience the same kind of religious Christianity that hurt them in the first place. And they were hurt again and they were just done. Like, yeah, it makes sense. So I don't know where you are right now, but I want you to know it's okay. It's going to be okay. God is not done. And he uses even the broken things for our good. I don't think he likes the broken things. I'm not that kind of person who thinks he's like sadistically like, this is wonderful. But he cares about things that we don't care about. And I think he recognizes that if I'm going to be a better representation of Jesus Christ going through difficulty, then he's going to send me to the difficulty because he cares more about the final result. He cares about people knowing him. He cares about us experiencing that relationship with him more than he cares about our comfort and our peace. And let's be honest. We don't learn things as well and everything's great. It's the trials. It's the difficulties that bring us closer to him. And so I can say that it's good. That it's good. Hey, next week we're going to talk about religion and kind of how I connected all the dots after having been hurt myself going through this Christianese stuff and then reading these books by these other people who had experienced stuff like that. 
And then how I was able to just kind of connect the dots to what is really going on here. And so that'll be the last part in this series. And then we're going to jump into missing theology. I'm excited about that one too. So until next time, guys, keep searching. If you enjoyed this podcast, I would love to have you join me over on my website at christylynnwood.com. For more content, free resources, and opportunities to connect with a community of people who are looking for the real God.